Buon pomeriggio, amici. That means welcome afternoon, everyone. Welcome afternoon, friends, to be specific. My name is Kimberly Holcomb, and I am here with il famoso Tommaso. The famous pasta tester. Oh, jeez. <laughs> tester? <laughs> That's an understatement. The Cons- famous pasta consumer. <laughs> All right, you're jumping ahead. Welcome to episode 110, episodio 110. Allora, by the time you listen to this podcast, it's August, and that means full-on summer, full-on sunshine, full-on heat, full-on everything. And, and it also means if you're not in Amalfi, like we're not in Amalfi right now, we're going to take you there with this pasta. Well, we decided we should bring you the full-on summery, sunshiny, lemony goodness of the Amalfi Coast to your ears and into your kitchen. And into your taste buds. Right. However, before we dive into this, I want to share a very funny story that happened last week. I was in my office and I get a WhatsApp ding from one of my clients, Keith, and there's a photo that he took, a selfie of him with another couple. From the dining room of a hotel in South Tyrol, in the Dolomiti, in the Dolomites in Italy. And who was the other couple? My other clients. <laughs> <laughs> and all he said was, recognize these folks. As I've said before, the world is not even a medium-sized cocktail party. It's now a small cocktail very, party. Very, small. And obviously, I planned both of their trips, and I knew they were both staying in this particular hotel, but I didn't recall that they would overlap by one night and they did and Keith was seated next to them and they just started talking just and and as he said it the, the way it came about they were saying what they had done and and Dana and Steve said oh we had just been in Lake Como and oh we rode bikes took a guide up into Switzerland and Keith goes wow yeah I did that too and then we did this and we did that and one of them all of a sudden said Asked the other, did you by any chance use Kimberly Holcomb? (laughs) Because our trips are sounding pretty similar. Because I do suggest all these fabulous things to do, and they both chose to do them. And then there they were, a few weeks later, sitting right next to each other at dinner. Isn't that funny? So those kind of little stories make me really happy because you should have seen the smiles on their face. They're like waving, hey, Kimberly. Super cute. All right. The premise of this episode is a pasta recipe from the Amalfi Coast. We want to share it with you. And it's one of the most famous recipes and yet relatively simple. It's called pasta al limone, which is just what it sounds like. Pasta with lemon. And as you know, lemons are everywhere on the Amalfi Coast and they are unlike any other lemon you have ever seen smelled or tasted or picked up <laughs> yeah, yeah they're like the size of a softball literally i know we have mentioned amalfi's famous lemons in previous episodes and most people have heard about these limoni even if they've never even been to the amalfi coast the color is intense the aroma even more so and as we just mentioned they're huge the taste of these lemons is about 
I don't know, 10 times what you're used to if you buy your lemons in, let's say, a, a local farmer's market, wherever you live. And the taste of an Amalfi lemon is a thousand times more intense than those little miniature stunted growth ones you buy at a grocery store. The marbles. Yeah. In America, I, I don't know about the rest of the world's grocery stores, but we do not get lemons unless you can grow them your own or you live in right, California. California. But here on our little island, we go to organic stores and do the best we can, which we did for this this recipe. All right, back to the Amalfi Coast lemons. The first written word mentioning the lemons from La Costa Amalfitana, which is how you pronounce the Amalfi Coast in Italian, was in 1646 by a botanist with the last name of Ferrari. Isn't that awesome? Wow. (laughs) Anyway, he mentioned, quote, how pleasantly scented they are with a sweet taste. So fast forward a few centuries and these lemons have become a huge economic factor with trade internationally, and they've influenced the cuisine of the region like probably no one ever imagined they would. Everything, everything you eat all day has a lemon in it. And everything you look at, all those people selling tiles and... They're limone everywhere. limone everybody. (laughs) One of the more remarkable aspects of these lemons is how they are grown, and until you see it in real life on the Amalfi Coast... It's actually hard to believe. These lemon trees have very shallow roots that allow them to cling onto these rocky cliffs of the Amalfi Coast Mountains. And to divide each owner's lemon orchard, there are stone walls between them, which makes the harvesting of these beauties even more challenging. It's actually very hard, physical, manual labor to maintain the orchards and then pick them and then carry them up or down, depending where their factories are, not factories, but, you know, workshops, barns are. And to this day, they're still carried on the shoulders of these workers in wicker baskets or crates, and you see them. And they are muscular, they are strong, and their legs are, the legs are like the caprese who have climbed mountains for their entire you know, family generations. Like they did squats for the past yes. 25 years. <laughs> and this is why taking one of those Amalfi lemon tours that they do offer to visitors is an excellent way to learn and appreciate all that goes into this arduous process, which results in the limoncello that you drink, the gelato limone, and this pasta recipe that we're about to share with you. But let me just say that some of those Amalfi lemon tours are a bit touristy, kind of cheesy. So you definitely need to know which ones to take. Oh, and by the way, just like everywhere else in Italy, with like the DOC of wine and everything, these lemons from Amalfi Coast are also protected like so many products that Italy cultivates. And they also have their own consortium And the full name in Italian is way too long. I am not going to share it with you. It's like 14 words. So instead, when you're there in the Amalfi Coast and you look at the limoncello or anything else, just make sure you see the IGA logo. And you will know that that lemon product 
was grown in La Costa Amalfitana in that territory in the traditional way. I think that's fantastic that they actually take such pride in the history and what they produce and how they produce it, that everything. Right. Between all these episodes we have recorded, we have discussed how they do that with wines, with mushrooms, with wheat, with tomatoes, everything. It's a is all about the pride and the traditional way, which is a beautiful thing. Certo. Certo. Okay, lemons are in just about every single pasta sauce that has seaweed. <laughs> seaweed. Seafood pumpkin. <laughs> seafood. <laughs> Seaweed's been a big part of my life. That was my dad's <laughs> business, so that just slipped out. <laughs> However, well, the seafood pastas are about the most prevalent dish on the coast, but this pasta we're sharing with you does not have any seafood, and it's compromised of only lemons, garlic, olive oil, parsley, and parmigiano, the sauce itself. However, there are a lot of versions of pasta al limone, but we are going to make my personal favorite, one that I had last October in Amalfi. But you know, I actually want to mention a few of these other recipes because Tommaso's eyebrows lifted on a few. That last one, one of them is just made with lemon rind, you know, that you peel the lemon rind, you grate the lemon rind, lemon juice, heavy cream, and grappa. (laughs) Right? We both cringed at that. The other ones, a lot of them are with cream. They say pasta al limone crema with cream. I am not a fan of cream at all in a pasta almost ever. Well, you are. We've we've cheesy cream. No, I don't like it. Just not my favorite. Sugar de Roma. That doesn't have a heavy cream. Oh, that has a tablespoon. Anyway, let's not digress. (laughs) Let's get back to this one. Caught. The other... (laughs) The other recipes have heavy cream. Some have no garlic whatsoever. Some use butter instead of olive oil. Some use both olive oil and butter. And so there's a variety. We are choosing the most simple and the one that I prefer. I think I think without garlic should be against the law. Oh, okay. Okay. Bolognese doesn't have any garlic in it. It doesn't? No. Oh. All right, there you go. And you love bolognese. So what are you talking about? So I think not using garlic garlic in a pasta should be with only the exception, only the exception for once in a while. Garlic is life. (laughs) Garlic es la vita. (laughs) All right, let's focus. Ready? We made this sauce last night and it was a hit, Tommaso. See? Si, certo. Molto, molto. However, since we were making a summer pasta sauce, we decided to make a summer drink to go with it. And we tried a Hugo Spritz for the first time. It's a, you know, a diversion from our summer staple of the Aperol Spritz. We have a lot of staples, but... (laughs) Did you like it? It was... I was, to tell you the truth, at the beginning, I was a little suspicious uh, the lime to me was, I was thinking, mm, I don't like limes that much unless they're an accent. What? We love gin and tonics with lime? Yeah, but it's an accent. Okay. The gin, but this was a lot of lime juice or more than normal. And it was spectacular with the mint. Yes, it was good. 
So it is simply Prosecco with a bit of elderflower liqueur. We have the brand Saint-Germain, a little bit of fresh squeezed lime juice, top it off with seltzer, add fresh mint leaves and tomaso ever so delicately sliced a round of lime. It was beautiful. It was refreshing. And besides, who doesn't love the name Hugo? And I had to. It was a new drink, so I sharpened the knives yesterday. Oh, and because, cut himself. No, because I cut myself the day before. <laughs> oh, I'm the dull because one. Because they were the dull ones, so I sharpened them. And I got this I got this paper-thin slice of lime. I was like, impressed. I did a good job on the knives. Yes, you did. All right, so let's let's start here. But perhaps if you guys re-listen to this episode to make this pasta al limone, you can make yourself a Hugo Spritz as well. Allora, I mentioned the few ingredients you will need and just to repeat them, they are organic lemons because you're going to grate the peel of the lemons. So hopefully the ones you buy are free of crappy pesticides. Then you'll need garlic, olive oil, parsley, parmigiano, and then of course, pasta. And we used just the remaining bit of our fabulous olive oil from our trip to Puglia in 2021. And that just added, I think, to the result of this pasta. And we decided to be as authentic as possible. And we used a pasta called Sciala Tielli. And that is, did you try to pronounce that word yet, Tommaso? Negative. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister to say. So if you just say it faster, it might sound better. Sciala Tielli. Chialatielli. Chialatielli. Bravo. It's, I'm just going to spell it for you guys in case you want to try to buy this. S-C-I-A-L-A-T-I-E-L-L-I. And the reason we want to use Chialatielli is because it is one of the original pastas that was served with pasta al limone however many hundreds of years ago. However, the fresh handmade Chialatielli is made with little bits of basil in the dough. So if you ever see it in Amalfi or on the Costa Amalfitana, you'll see these little green flecks in this pasta and that comes from basil. And what makes it stand apart from, let's say like a tagliatelle, is that it's a bit thinner and it's cut randomly into short pieces, uneven. Some might be two inches, some might be three. And when we decided to choose this pasta, Tommaso found it at Whole Foods in like the artisan section of dried pasta. And the brand he bought is called Bella Italia. And their website's fabulous. It states their philosophy, which is to preserve the ancient traditions of Italian gastronomy handed down by generations. They have recipes on their site. They offer several other artisan pastas, sauces. It was impressive and it sounds like they're sponsoring us but they're not <laughs> they we don't ha- even know about they us don't yet. know they don't know we're talking about them <laughs> but we're going to get in touch and tell them how impressed we were with their pasta because it was very very good but well we'll get into that in, in a minute and cooking this pasta because it was very different correct all right here's the recipe we used however you have to ignore the authentic recipe that says one lemon per person because they're referring to the Amalfi Coast size lemon, which are 10 times the size of ours. So we used six smallish organic lemons because they were indeed small. But let's say you could find the largest lemon you wanted. I would say 
two lemons per person. The Amalfi Coast recipe is one lemon per person because they're so large. And that includes grating the lemon peel, the amount of juice, etc. So in America, if you have, or wherever you are, if you have large lemons, say two per person when you're thinking about how many to make for the sauce and the pasta. We used three each. So we had six large lemons and we grated all of the peel and set them aside. Then we squeezed the juice out of each one into a small bowl. Then you chop at least four cloves of garlic, have a good amount of fresh parsley torn into, you know, small edible pieces. Turn on your pasta water first and add a teaspoon of salt when it starts to boil. And while that water is boiling, heat up a good amount of olive oil in a large saute pan And we normally just cover the bottom of the saute pan. I just want to say, if any of you are out there listening to this right now and trying to write down as we, as Kim... Rambles on too fast. As Kim Kim talks about it, you can send us an email to recipe at Kimberly'sItaly.com. That is recipe at Kimberly'sItaly.com. And we will send you back a PDF version of the recipe. That was Tommaso's Buonidea. Bravo. I can't write as fast as you talk. (laughs) You can type, kind of. (laughs) All right, so back to the olive oil in the saucepan, cover the bottom, add the garlic and stir it enough to cook it evenly. Don't want it to burn. Then add half of the ground lemon peel and half of the lemon juice into that olive oil with the garlic. Keep stirring, keep stirring. Add some of the parsley and then... Physically, take two or three of the lemons that you cut in half with the cut side down into the pan and you actually use it like you would the wooden spoon to stir things around. So part of that pulp and part of the lemon rind is cooking in there with everything. That is a brilliant idea. Then... I just said something which made her laugh, but I had to edit it out. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Carrying on. (laughs) Carrying on. All right, so your water's boiling. You put your pasta in, and you want to cook it for two minutes less than al dente. And when that's ready, you take it straight from the pasta water. Don't pour it through a strainer. Just take it straight from the pasta water. Have your saucepan next to your pot with the boiling water and the pasta and just put the pasta into the saucepan. Keep stirring all of that with the new pasta in there. That So when you're stirring it all around, you put the pasta in with a little, there's obviously some pasta water attached to it. As you stir it around, then you add some pasta water. Now, some people like to add a cup. You can always add more water, but it's kind of hard to take it out. So I put like a half a cup in there and I stirred it around and added another quarter of a cup and it was all absorbed and it didn't look watery. No, but you still have the heat on. So part of that pasta water evaporates off. But then at the end, we added some Parmigiano, the rest of the lemon peel and the rest of the lemon juice. And that's when the pasta combined with all of those ingredients kept stirring consistently, and then it actually turned into a quasi-creamy sauce. Yes. Without Without using heavy cream. Yes, it was beautiful. It was 
delicioso, wasn't it? Yes. It was, it was really... It was really, really good. Tomasa has never had it before. And we... Can I also say that we ate really early, shockingly early for us? Because we generally don't eat before dark. I know. Never. <laughs> so, because we were taking pictures of all this for you, but... When we sat down, we have a screen and porch. The sun was, you know, the sky was still bright. And he took one bite and he's like, oh, delicious. And we still had a, the Hugo Spritz available too. It was yes, really, that's right. It was really, really nice. But tell them about the length so, of time to cook. So the normally, since I'm the pasta tester, you know, when you drop a linguine in or even something that I make at home, you can test it in, you know, three or four or five minutes and bing, you know, particularly if you angel hair, it's really fast. Well, as I was testing this <laughs> and then testing it. We don't need sound effects. <laughs> well, then I was testing it. About- <laughs> then I was testing it again and I was like, this is still crunchy. And so I picked up the um, label and read the directions on the back of it because, of course, why would I read the directions to start with? Because you're a pro. Yeah. And it was cook for 19 minutes. Not 18, not 20, 19 minutes. And so we kept going. And when we felt it was 18, 18 minutes, yeah. uh, which was, you know, like wetting your finger and putting it up to the up to the wind, it was, it was good. And we threw it in at that point. For about two minutes. And it was perfectly, perfectly al dente. And as I mentioned, we took some images and video and I will put that on Instagram and Facebook and it documents how we made everything. However, I just want to add, since we were in this Amalfi Coast mood, I got out all of our Amalfi Coast pottery, all these plates we've purchased over the years, or I have, I've been in Amalfi, Tommaso has not, water pitchers, platters, everything to you know, make it look as Costa Amalfitana as possible. And right after this recording, she's going to spend the next day and a half putting them all away because there's uh, a lot of no, them. No, I'm leaving them out for the rest of the summer. <laughs> it makes me happy. They're so colorful. And remember how one of our first Amalfi Coast episodes, I used the word happy to describe it. Amalfi Coast is just ha- makes you happy. Yeah, well, all that pottery, the the painting on it is so loose and so and it's so organic that it just feels good. And it's bright and happy. Yes. And in these photos and videos, you'll see these colorful, happy Amalfi Coast pottery. And I want to just finish this by saying, even though last night was beautiful here on our little island, and as I mentioned, we ate early, but as we were enjoying this pasta al limone, I described to Tommaso how the experience in Amalfi or Positano or Praiano, wherever you are on the Amalfi Coast, how enriching it is more so than our sweet little porch here because you're eating al fresco outside and your view primarily is the sea meeting the steep cliffs and in between you and that view are all these colorful tropical flowers that grow with abandon in the Amalfi Coast. Your dish, your pasta al limone or pasta al mare is served to you in one of these colorful bowls. Everything just combines together to make it one of the most memorable 
meals of your life. The visuals, the aroma of the lemons everywhere. So next best thing would be to get everything, make this pasta and maybe watch on a massive TV, a a YouTube video of the Amalfi Coast. (laughs) Well, we were 85 feet above sea level yesterday looking out across the bay. It it, it really wasn't quite. Well, it's better than. It's better than nothing. Being maybe in a cornfield. No offense, I grew up in cornfields. (laughs) (laughs) All right, a a basta. A basta with the pasta al limone. So just one more time, recipe at Kimberly'sItaly.com. That is a fabulous idea. We'll have it put together PDF. She'll put it together PDF and we will send it off to you. In a few days. I've got a lot going on as soon as we can. Okay? Va bene. Grazie mille tutti. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.